0: Yes. I'm so glad you decided to join us again. <laughs> our tens of fans out there. We really appreciate you guys coming back. Mm-hmm.
1: We're so, How's it we going just there? passed like 13 subscribers. So thank you to each and every one of tense. you.
0: Officially 10. Yeah,
1: teens. We're in our Fence. teenage years. That's All right. the gays on gay porn Twitter, they're like, when they have like 30,000 followers, they're like, thanks for 30 million, family, like, <laughs> <laughs> just to joke around very facetiously. So that's what we're doing. 13,000 right. fans. Thanks for 13, you Thanks y'all. for 13.
0: I love it. Yeah. Thanks. Couldn't have done this without yeah. you.
1: I'm good, though, to answer your question. I'm exhausted, and I'm exhausted. So good was my... Yeah people pleasing response exhausted was my real response and exhausted was my response afterwards so yeah, yeah. i think we all are though Unreal. and i'm just kind of learning to embrace it and um yeah for once my therapist well my new therapist said uh not you don't need to do anything right now so i'm not doing yeah. anything right it's... now other than being here on this podcast entertaining our beloved right. thirteen and more.
0: <laughs> Ten. Uh, yeah, good. I'm glad that you hear that you're here. I am always elated to spend time with you. It's it's a highlight of my day, of my mm-hmm. week, of my weekend. So, yeah, we've been playing a lot yeah, of Fortnite um, recently, so yeah. Yeah. Stupid amounts of yeah, um I have earned my uh battle pass for, for next season. season if you're in the so, know. I Y K Y
1: yeah. K. That's not a quick one to say, but it's a quick one to read. But if you know you know.
0: I I I, I- T Y K G B S. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um playing a lot of Fortnite lately. I too am exhausted. Um, I'm tired of paying bills, but um unfortunately that's the reality we found ourselves mm-hmm. in. So here I am. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, we're we're doing, we're surviving, we're doing. Yeah, so, speaking of yeah. we're gonna
1: be we're probably gonna be streaming or I'm gonna be streaming or yeah, we're just gonna be playing mostly Fortnite, but maybe some other games thrown in the loop every once in a while. Maybe some Tetris just to you know, just to fuck around.
0: That's right. Explicit learning. I will curse. Yeah. A thousand percent. Of
1: course. It gets really hard.
0: But yeah, if you want to
1: uh, force feed our Fortnite addiction by giving us money for new skins in addition to other things, <laughs> or just generally supporting our podcast, you can go now do so at com slash reddelta all it can be all you know no spaces so that's buymeacoffee.com slash red dot girls um it's the money that you would go to buying a drink or a doink for yourself and instead it can go to us and our doinks yeah, and our drinks and Fortnite skins
0: i i love a good doink so please help me mm-hmm. out so speaking of money, shmoney, um, in our next segment called shmoney, aptly, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about some savings strategies. So we all know that it can be hard to save. And then we all know that, like, there are these mysterious things out there that uh, – For me, it's always been like white people that white people take advantage of financially that I've never known of. But, you know, um, we'll say that, you know, more financially well off people, people of generational wealth know of. So uh, one life hack that I have recently found out about that I'm actually like in a position to contribute is a high yield savings account. So we might have heard acronyms like APR and APY thrown around. So I'm going to talk about APY, which is an annual percentage yield. Um, and that basically means that your money just fucking it – earns, it, it earns money by sitting there and looking pretty in a bank account. And that's what a lot of fucking people do with lump sums of money. They just earn money per year by leaving it in this account and not touching it. Um, you don't have to have a massive amount of Jeff Bezos money in order to take advantage of this. Uh, you just have to find a bank that has a savings account with um, any sort of API. I'm sorry, APY, not APR. APR is for your credit cards and shit. So yeah, high PAP, high APR is bad. High APY is good. <laughs> but um, one bank that I wanted to talk about today that kind of aligns with the things we like to celebrate on this podcast is Greenwood Bank. Uh, it is a black owned bank and they have a standard like savings Mike, account no. that doesn't. Yeah. Uh, Killer Mike, um, that fine ass light skin nigga that was on Grey's Anatomy. What's his name? Jesse something. He's so cute. Um, Killer Mike, him, um, a bunch of other investors, but anyway, their standard savings account uh, comes with a like 2.3% APY or something like this. But anyway, it's literally just your money, makes money by sitting there so look for a savings account that you can contribute any literally any sort of amount of money because like free pennies are free pennies free dollars are free dollars free 20s are free 20s so uh look out for those greenwood bank great black owned company to bank with um they are not owned by nazis like (laughs) chase bank um they don't nickel and dime you for things like wells fargo And you're contributing to positivity in the world and the black economy.
1: That one came, was just so accurate and caught me off guard. Thank you for that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Just dropping facts here.
1: Nothing but. but. yeah,
0: you know, true American dream here is to sit on your ass and fucking do nothing and make money. So Mm -hmm. like, you know. With the Have catch for, for me you. recently, as long as
1: I'm not exploiting anybody, that's that's what also part of my like financial work is to sit mm-hmm. on my ass, but also not exploit people.
0: Yeah, you don't. Yeah, we don't want to like, <laughs> we don't want to make money off the backs of others <laughs> while we're in our Hawaiian vacation home, <laughs> um, outrunning the pandemic. So yeah, yeah, real or whatever the latest thing is, monkeypox H1N1 but yeah that concludes uh my shmoney segment put some ducats in a apy savings account no matter what the percentage rate is because money free money is free money get yours is it
1: usually one of those accounts i don't know if you know this but is it usually one of those accounts that you have to leave money in like uh what are they a cd is it different
0: it's different than a CD cuz it's definitely a savings account, but APY stands for annual percentage yield, right? So you do have to leave that money in for a year. Like that's how they calculate or what the annual what you're going to get yeah, back essentially. Yeah. If you're not there exactly. for
1: a whole year, then you can't get an annual rate. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Exactly. You want to you want to make sure that whatever you put in there, you don't touch. So, again, but it starts with a dollar, $5, $10, whatever. Mm-hmm. Put that shit in there. Get some free money.
1: Allow us to do that. by slash adelta. Great plug. <laughs> in the conversation of finances, I have been thinking a lot about how to live life debt-free in a financial context, which is a whole can of worms that I have next to zero knowledge of, but also in a more energetic, like spiritual sort of sense. And I'm kind of going to go on a roundabout, but it's going to make sense at the end. So just stay with me on what I'm trying to get at. But as far as energetic, like living a debt-free life energetically, for me, I'm always trying to discern in my life what feels good versus what is good for me. And one of the particular challenges in that is in like as an autist and ADHD or my life is ruled by my nervous system. And because the entire society and everything is so overstimulating for my, often very overstimulating for my nervous system, I cling to moments in whatever form that they come that calm my nervous system or are otherwise controlled chaos of my nervous system, like video games or something like that. Right. So what it's, Mm -hmm taking now is that I am also putting the perspective of like how my people pleasing feeds into my relationships and with myself and my friends and the world generally, like always living a more, like I'm constantly in debt of energy to other, like giving it to other people before I'm giving it to myself. And so I have the additional you know, struggle of wondering whether I'm just catering to other people's needs before my own or if I'm accruing a debt towards them, which I realize, you know, in reflecting on so many of my relationships in the past, like of not even a romantic ones, which is friendships, that I'm also keeping a debt on other people. And so then one day out of the blue, and I swear I'm getting there right now, is that they go to, you know, take... Um, Take a few bills out of my energetic bank someday. And on a day when I did not need it or when I could not, you know, I didn't have the reserves, and they try to withdraw from me, that's when I shut down. And that looks like a million different ways. And so, in order to live a life that is free of debt, emotional, spiritual, energetic, financial, all of them, I had this realization that, you, you yeah, that. you have to create. you
0: You have to budget yeah right you have to budget exactly yeah and you can't spend too much here because you got to use it there you know or save it for this yeah and
1: if you don't create anything you don't have anything to spend
0: yeah exactly (laughs) exactly if you put all your shit on your goddamn fucking credit you max that shit out bro like you have no
1: you have nothing, no reserves you have nothing next to show month. Like, for. What are you it.
0: gonna do next month? Yeah, you've yeah,
1: exactly. nothing to show for it. Because all you're doing is and living fucking
0: interest starts to compound. Yeah. I.e. the stress, the avoidance, the executive dysfunction, the irritability, and Yeah. All
1: of it. And it it you're borrowing all of this money and energy from other people. Like they hold they hold that over your head. Like whether it be a bank or whether it be me in my relationships with people that like You know, when right when you are most most vulnerable, that's when your bank is going to start like closing down on you that, you know, that's when when you accumulated too much debt, that's when your bank is going to come for you. When you have accumulated too much debt from another friend who has constantly been giving you energy and then they like whatever that you have to cut that off and um, like that relationship entirely with like a debt, a debt mindset.
0: You have to recognize when that's happening too, though, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you have to recognize when the motherfucking the numbers ain't balancing, the shit ain't, the books ain't right. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Yeah, I learned, and I feel like I learned so much of this when I was reading All About Love from Bell Hooks. And just, it's like, the, just this idea of this reciprocal idea of love that it's not this, it's like a wave crashing over itself. It's not like a, Perfectly even cut pie that all these relationships are. We're just like constantly molding and changing. But anywho,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I wanted to like I wanted to mention the book in this context because I am. And by the time that this pop this podcast is published, it'll probably be started by then. But I am leading, hosting, whatever you want to call it. I'm not teaching is the one verb that I want to avoid. A all about love meets yoga and other practices of radical liberation. And on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern time uh, over zoom, I'm going to do a little meditation when we all first meet a little intention setting and then discuss one chapter each week. It's only like 13 weeks long, roughly um, because I'm going to take some weeks off here and there because I'm not a commitment, phobe. I just have ADHD and so yeah but you can join it and you don't have to have read the book you can be a part of conversation that's just asking questions and pondering responses to living in a world right now where we can love in a deeply genuine and healing and caring way because once you Get that, you never go back.
0: There you go. And I
1: think also stretch
0: yourself out.
2: Dare I
1: say once you go black, you never go back because Val Hooks is black, but I didn't I didn't want to. Because it's (laughs) so stupid. But good job. Once you go black (laughs) radical feminist theory, you never go back.
0: That's right. (laughs) There it is. That's right. There's some there's some radical love for you.
1: For real. So yeah, and we might also include a little bit of like restorative yoga at the end. But I think I want to leave that more up to a cerebral like intention setting moment practiced with yoga on another, like, you know, more resting yoga on another night. So yeah, please join us. It's all donation based. Um, so you do not need to have any sort of financial resources to do it. It's more so that, so that we can connect amidst really hectic times when we're all so stressed out, if you, especially if you're on social media and we can take a moment to imagine new lives that we actually want to live in. So be your own storyteller yes, as my it. friend was trying to berate into me recently, be your own storyteller. So
0: <laughs> I think it worked. Yeah. Huh?
1: Let's do it. Yeah let's do it yes
0: segment here hot off the press welcome back to (laughs) this one it's and this is we talk about a few things this is our
1: dramatic entrance like on screen animated entrance of like a big red triangle on the screen and then like a
0: a globe just twist just rotating yeah and and some
1: menstrual blood just pouring out of the triangle
0: it's menstrual because it's chunky
1: exactly blood will be um, spilled
0: (laughs) yes yes so speaking of spills um (laughs) i'm sure we've all heard (laughs) of this fucking colossal spill that a super super plus tampon couldn't fix for us in ohio
1: yeah, I get really worked up. Like I notice that my whole body immediately, my heart starts to race just the moment that it's mentioned. I don't even want to get into like the details of it, more so just to mention the paranoia. Just,
0: I mean your heart gets tense and your body gets tense because you're just a fucking Homo sapien trying to just breathe air and drink water and exist. And these rich conglomerates Just don't give a fuck. And like what I don't understand is you have to live on the same earth as me. It's not like there's a suburban earth where you can drive away and leave all the niggas on this rotting earth. You're on the same one as we are. So why don't you want to take care of it as well? I don't fucking understand. Yeah.
1: It is really scary to me because I've moved to the Midwest since our last recording. And though I'm not in Ohio, and I'm near other water sources that seem to be okay. It's now really scary to me because all of that water is going to plants that are going to food to animals that I might be eating that are going to so any soy products, any
0: isn't it like so fucking crazy how everything is connected? Yeah. Isn't that Isn't so it, fucking nuts? like, and no one I feel like not only does science teach that, but like their Jesus Christ teaches them that too. So like I don't fucking i'm I'm really lost at the disconnect here. It's
1: the disconnect to nature for me. It's that nature talks, yeah. but nature only talks when it's some supernatural phenomenon. Like, nature is yeah, talking right? all like, of the time. This, yes. this I think, is one of the biggest examples of, in some ways, nature talking. Like, this is nature that is the one that's eroding. I mean, also, in addition to them not keeping up standards, but, like, nature is eroding this. is like, putting, trying to put an end to this, and yet humans are just, like, barreling through it and... It's so sad she and tried, scary. Girl. She tried and... with the
0: black pig, with the pandemic, with it, with the COVID, with the H one N one. She tried Ebola. Whew, you got it, girl. Yeah. You got
1: it. I've been listening to the audiobook of *Sapiens* from Yuval Noah Harari, and mm-hmm. it's it covers the three main human revolution so there's the cognitive the agricultural and i think the technological is the last one but the agricultural revolution one of the first things like i don't want to say theories that he postulates but i think it is that he like considers throughout the rest of the section i guess i'm saying if theory is the technical word for it as opposed to hypothesis but basically that plants are the ones that domesticated humans humans are not the ones that domesticated plants because If humans were the ones domesticating the plants, then the human rate and like the human life would have entirely gotten better, but human life actually got worse because like diseases were easier to spread in small, cramped, unsanitary cities. Diseases Mm -hmm. were quicker to spread because there weren't just like you know groups moving around, and and instead it's just all these people congregated in one space and also the inequity of food that comes with an quote unquote organized agricultural system. All this to say, like, it's actually nature the one is the one that domesticized us because now wheat and all of these like field crops completely like they they were a really small, not super popular plant that completely now cover the globe and feed everybody, despite mm-hmm. it not even being yeah native to native or, like, exactly exactly that yeah. it's just completely taken over the world and there isn't a place where these crops exist. So, well,
2: yeah, honestly, I don't even like go where the food yeah.
1: Is. All that to say, it's all connected and nature's like we're just yeah nature's gonna fuck with us harder we should just than take we care are. of
0: our fucking home dude yeah yeah right. that's the bottom of the line is we should take care of our
2: fucking mm-hmm. home dude
1: yeah like live um, like heaven on earth right now that's something that adrian marie brown taught me it's just like living like this is the heaven that we were given like this earth is the heaven it, it's not we yeah. don't have to wait for heaven until our after life
0: yeah right like shit Oh, fuck. and so we strive to well do that as close as possible speaking of messy houses Lamo, um i'm sure that a few people have heard about this murdoch case um there's this family the murdoch family who uh, is this like this like Law dynasty in South Carolina is just like the great-great-grandpa was the AG. And actually, what do they call it? They call it like something – oh, solicitor. They call it a solicitor because, you know, America and shit. Even Anyway, besides the point. Oh, uh, <laughs> Dynasty general? of solicitors. Mm-hmm, yep, or, instead of attorney general, or, but, like, it's the same okay. thing. They just call them, like, solicitor general. Um, great-grandpa, grandpa, dad, uh, son – all of them were fucking you know the solicitors for this fucking town uh of course these people are just filthy ass rich like at like wealthy generationally wealthy in this area south carolina you can imagine like what other you know ways their family made money in the past um Naturally they're fucking rich ass, spoiled ass kids doing whatever they want. There's this whole story about this fucking kid, uh Buster, I think they call him. I can't even remember. I'm not even gonna say the names half of their faces blur together for me. Um the youngest one uh apparently killed some fucking girl because he was driving a boat drunk. It's like on video, people were like Snapchatting shit at the same time or something like this. Gets off with that shit, nothing is filed against this guy, doesn't pay a fine, nothing then an, some more tea in the fucking town is some uh some poor gay kid in the high school that went to school with the with another brother um of this family ends up just dead in the middle of the road like what the fuck no one no one investigates that nothing comes of that nothing happens of course links who's who's running all the investigations in the town so meanwhile this whole time uh the dad alec murdoch is like ho- severely hooked on pills. Like, this is like, this is literally like someone's gonna write a soap opera about this. Do you know what called, kind of
1: pills? Like, was it, was I it, have Oxys? No idea.
0: I have no idea. Apparently, this guy was spending like fifty thousand dollars a month on bills or pills. Incredible fifty thousand dollars. So, I have, I don't know what kind of drugs those are. I just be smoking the weed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. You know guys Bryce. hooked on pills this whole time The fucking family's like it's like a whole point of contention In the family um, Fast forward to some Random night and this is like in 2021 Some fucking random night He comes home apparently he's calling 911 He's calling 911 to tell them that he just Walked in on his wife and his Son dead like they're shot Oh and I even forgot before this this fucking kid Who was shot <laughs> Had apparently something to do With a- the death of a housekeeper on the property And there is like a recording of a nine one one call of him talking to the nine one one operator, the kid's the the guy's son, son. yeah, Uh, talking to the nine one one operator, talking about how like this bitch fell, she's bleeding, la la la, and you know, if you've heard a nine one one call before, like usually the operator is like asking questions: Are they breathing? Have they suffered from seizures? Like standard shit for whatever Mm -hmm. the situation is, right? And this kid is like, "Can you stop asking so many fucking questions?" Literally says that, And, and the lady's like. Everybody's on their way already. So just stay on the line with me. Yeah, right? What? So My eyes this kid got is like clearly a piece of shit. Just now. Talking right? shit to the so like, poor guy, dispatch lady.
1: Come on.
0: Literally, who is asking... Like, you called me to get help for this woman. I'm asking you questions. Weird-ass fucking yeah, response. Yeah. But anyway, so clearly this guy is a fucking piece of shit. Um, The whole family has to do with being pieces of shit because they're covering up everybody's fucking mistakes. No regard for what's happening to other families. Um, but anyway, fast forward uh, to this night in, in, in 2021, the father, Hey, like, this is crazy. Or like, you know, like bawling. Hey, the this I, is crazy. Like, my wife's dead.
2: But I just walked
1: in here my
0: wife and my wife and son are. <laughs> dead. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Shot. Right. So whatever, whatever big ass tragedy, everyone's figuring out. Like, or everyone's figuring, okay, it's just somebody that had something against this family. Like this kid, you know, possibly like this kid killed this this other girl, killed possibly this like maid. Somebody probably just came and got their Yeah, revenge, The maid right? was probably Hispanic
1: so, and was probably related to the gangs. Okay, the gangs, it's something
0: like right that came up. The rapist. I that put come my Karen, my, I
1: put my Karen cap on for that one. The gangs. <laughs> the gang she's probably yeah her son was probably running a gang okay
0: that's just the vagrants um so weeks later after this tragedy um there's this like weird ass call that comes in from a bystander that's like hey like i think i just saw this guy get shot on the side of the road and turns out fucking alec calls the fucking cop or calls the 9112 and says, "Hey, like I've been shot. I don't know what the fuck happened. I've been shot. Help, whatever." So, lo and behold, after all of this happens, it comes out that this man has been stealing settlement money from all of the people that have employed him as a solicitor in his town, and we're talking about like millions of dollars that he's stealing from people. The and He also stole from the family of the maid that his son allegedly killed. So all this shit's coming out. He's under all this duress for this financial fucking fraud, all this other stuff. So people are investigating people. The police are investigating the killing of his his wife and his son. All this evidence is pointing to him being the one that did it. And... (laughs) the whole story is that okay well he killed these he killed his wife and his son to get the heat off of his back uh or, or, or to not be found out about these financial crimes so the whole reason that this is on off the press hot off the press right now is because this guy was just found guilty of all counts on killing his wife and his his son yeah so this fool is 32 sentences of uh, 30 years to life in prison for that <laughs> shit so he hasn't even like been tried for his financial crimes yet the fact
1: that like (laughs) you know he was like I'm trying to best or like I'm trying you know I'm trying something even crazier than what I'm doing with all this money to happen to me so that no one will notice it's like a giant PR campaign and the only thing he could imagine that was worse than his financial crimes was killing his own family
0: right like it's fucking nuts and that's that's like the life that they genuinely lived is like I'm gonna do whatever I want I'll always figure out a way to get out of it <laughs> and it's like girl when you have attorney like, general that's powers, your wife and your kid yeah. holy shit like goddamn, for real that's but yeah hot off the press that nigga is guilty bra press rest of his life in jail bitch
1: I'm speechless
0: yeah it's nuts so um there are many documentaries on this i just watched the one on hbo there's also one on netflix um pretty short watches but like it is a fucking wild ride i guess i just gave you all the spoiler alerts to it but if you've been (laughs) following the news you'd also have all the spoiler alerts as well
1: (laughs) i feel like it's still worth watching even though you mentioned all of it but you know
0: Oh, I mean, yeah, because it's absolutely nuts. Like the balls on this family, fucking nuts, giant dragging through the sand, through the mud, literally through anything. And
1: and in proper white people form, never cleaned properly once,
0: never just calloused and crusted. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Speaking Speaking of of calloused and crusted, (laughs) and 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 people,
1: (laughs) and white people being shitty.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go back a
1: few years. I'm really bad at the time, so it's modern history, but we're going to talk about how Yosemite the national park got its name.
0: this segment that we like to call uh-oh history <laughs> we're going to talk to you about yosemite so um yosemite is in northern california you might recognize that name if you've used a mac in the past few years it's one of the places that they name their operating systems um, um don't give them pre-product placement I shouldn't because they're. I, I literally went blank. Did you see that I went blank? It's because the trauma from working there all like just like swelled back <laughs> in an instant. So yeah, fuck them. Yosemite is a <laughs> national park in northern California. Um, <laughs> it used to be home to the Ahwahneechee people and the Miwok people. So um, in the late 1800s, you might remember from your history class if you uh, paid attention to it. If you didn't have a racist teacher. Um. Whew, also trauma from that uh, there was the gold rush so the gold rush naturally brought uh, greedy homicidal whites to the area <laughs> so um, around 90,000 blank Google Docs robbed, raped, and looted their way into that area in under two years so 90,000 of those motherfuckers God the pioneers
1: damn. were horrific
0: people and, really. the and the mascot of, of the school we went school, to of my alma mater yeah of my alma mater go pioneers <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> Yeah. um during this time the indigenous population was cut in half so in 2 years those two uh groups in that area went from 300,000 people to 150,000 So, yeah, if it's one thing that hewless people know how to do, it's rape, pillage, and kill. So, they did their job there, honey. The category was, and they slayed. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Naturally, these photosensitive cartons of milk um, thought that they would honor those people that they massacred in that area by naming that area um, uh, from, you know, one one of their language, one of their words, words in their language. So, in their true care and fashion, they picked the most exotic option, um, which was Yosemite. So uh, that comes from the word yometi. Um, And that literally means, oh, that literally means they are killers or those who kill. And that's a Miwok word that they use to describe their enemies. So next time you're in Yosemite, think of this peaceful piece of history and make sure that you pack out what you pack in,
1: and if you're a white person think about the fact that you are the killer
0: (laughs) you're the enemy doug you're the enemy so yeah brutal lovely lovely peaceful place yosemite
1: i just think that it's so funny that that is like so blatant and White, white men are so stupid like it, it just reminds me that of that one I don't know if you saw that one lady who was posing as a sign language interpreter for the police department in some place and that lady was literally yes. signing mumbo jumbo the whole time but she's like doing all these things and
0: she (laughs) played those white she played played them them so
1: hard
0: (laughs) no one looked into that at all no one looked at a resume no one was like can this can can you can we have a conversation like no one interviewed this bitch at all yeah
1: which means that nobody has any knowledge of asl which is just
0: no checks and balances bro Just incredible. The investigators not investigating the people that they fucking hire. I love it. Just
1: another incredible instance of white men being like that is a cool word. We are the killers. (laughs) We are the killers but
0: That's right. Slap a mascot on it and put it on a jersey, bitch.
1: (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh history. We should call that like uh uh-oh slay history but it's like tales of actually like the white man slaying
0: oh my god that's terrible
1: (laughs) i think it's necessary to talk about never
0: run out of stories of
1: of white people committing genocide literally let's go from yes
0: since since britain colonized literally like 90 percent of the world Mm -hmm. so but yeah speaking of angry internets um speaking of crazy angry white men Yet again. We give (laughs)
1: angry white men a lot of time on our show. We'll have to
0: reconsider that. Yeah, we really do. That's a good point. Good feedback in the moment. Moment of silence for how much
1: airtime we give white men. We we got to talk shit. And gossiping is an important part of our culture. I will say this over and over again on the course of this podcast. Gossip is a very important part culture apparently it prevents serial killers from existing and i think it's the philippines or at least that's what i saw on tiktok
2: this person <laughs> went
1: into i
0: really want to see this move through this tiktok yeah
1: thing. it was like what is it like chismoso
0: chisme chisme
1: culture is is chisme gossip Yes. yeah so cheese yeah chisme culture that it's like i remember them using that word but it wasn't Spanish speaking country from mine, but maybe via colonization they speak Spanish. So
0: I always like to say, well, I mean, we are um called colonized sisters, uh, Mexico and the Philippines. We're both colonized by the Spanish, mm-hmm. so there are a lot of similarities in um, our languages. Now you know,
1: for that. incredible. So yeah, she's uh oh, his, one more for you surprise that you didn't That's see right. coming
0: an extra one yeah you don't have to pay for that one
1: yeah but okay Whew. we'll settle and we'll talk about this crazy white man well i shouldn't call <laughs> him crazy but so it was found on the subreddit called not the onion which if you think hard enough makes sense so the I'm actually just going to set the story before I even say the headline because the headline just gives it to you. So (laughs) Ramsey, I don't even know his first name. I'm not even going to bother giving it to you because that's, you know, I'm not going to give the white man a name, but Ramsey was. already
0: given them enough. Yeah. He was
1: driving a Bronco. He was leaving a parking garage following a sports ball game. Not sure what kind. I think it was like college though or something, not anything major. A, as he was leaving a subaru backed out and ramsey in his bronco bumped into him and you want to know what the first instinct that he had was he got out of his car and punched out the subaru's back windshield
0: that's a lot of power i know
1: i'm like there's many elements that are shocking like that yeah just to break up any a, this a, is
0: the tip of the exactly
1: iceberg. The Subaru, get, the Subaru driver gets out of their car. Ramsey immediately grabs the person, starts punching them out. And then he chomped down on the tip of the Subaru's driver's nose and ripped the skin off. And he also made oh, some threats like to the unalive skin. the Subaru driver that came out. And he's been arrested and charged with terroristic threatening and third degree battery. He has since been suspended and left the company that he was the COO at. And do you know want
0: to know what company that was? What company?
1: Beyond Meat, the vegan meat company. This vegan meat oh COO out is out noses. here eating humans instead.
0: Wow, dude.
1: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what do the vegans have to say about wow. this? Wow. Huh?
0: That is some bad PR, dude.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure the article that I was reading about the incident what just said that, you know, the company did not respond for comments or whatever. Whatever.
0: Yo. So. Okay, worked for Tyson. Okay, I see here that he worked for Tyson Foods. Um, I just, like, that sticks out to me because isn't, like, fucker Tar- Carlson's family, don't they own Tyson? Probably,
1: yeah no that's the the really interesting thing about when I started looking further into when I started looking further into the like Ramsey and his own career he had formerly worked for Tyson Chicken, and someone one of the reddit comments said which tyson you know and actually as yes, he did comments about the eating someone's skin off <laughs> <laughs> and he, but he was the head of their poultry department since 1992. He had, was also the head of McDonald's global food department, and then was, and then all throughout his career was noted as quote a champion of team member safety. And he sits on an executive safety council. Like,
0: well, clearly he is very unsafe. So the layers of bullshit. Maybe want to rethink guy. that board. Yeah. Yeah. like a,
1: a failed meritocracy here but my whole like joy about this story that I found when I found out that he worked for Tyson is that all these meat substitute products that I've you know I'm not trying to be like a vegan on my high horse because I'm not a vegan right now but something that when I was vegan I never really ate beyond products or like too many meat supplement or like substitutes because they're all just filled with yeah. chemicals and whatever just so that they taste mm-hmm. exactly like a fucking burger. And so what it does is it makes you still, as a vegan, assimilate into meat-eating society. <laughs> so it was like this company called Beyond Meat is actually owned by the same people who own a fucking meat by company. meat
0: companies. Yeah, exactly. So that the
1: meat company, like, the the vegan movement has been co-opted by the meat department. What the fuck? Yeah.
0: Well, it's about profit in this of country. Of course. So.
1: Well, it's like, I, yeah, like the TikTok I saw electric cars are not gonna save the earth they're gonna save the car industry yep so it's it's it was that sort of same realization for me where i was like damn it's not burgers it's burger culture (laughs) which
0: (laughs) i hate you (laughs) (laughs) brutal Down with the burger, the burger society culture, the secret burger society. Systemic burgers.
1: Yeah. I could we should also do like a little spin-off episode about the history of McDonald's because that shit is so fucked. It was like stolen by a man, but I don't even want to get
0: into that. We'll save for another
1: episode. But that's for another episode. Have you ever been vegetarian or vegan?
0: You know, I dated this woman one time and she was vegan. I made lots of mistakes. One of which was a going vegetarian at that time, and I just ate like a lot of bread and cheese, and I just Mm. wasn't very healthy.
1: Yeah, but But I tried when you don't. Yeah, when you don't have anything the knowledge of what to replace it with.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, and like all the shit that she would eat was like nasty. Like was she one of those like eats a sleeve of
1: Oreos and considers herself a vegan kind of thing?
0: no but not that she cooked at all but like the cheeses that she got for things it would be like like vegan nuggets or vegan like sausage and it was like yeah morning starch
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah exactly totally yeah
1: see they're all out to get us we just have to be instead amazed by the bountiful vegetables that mother nature has offered us and also insects i'm really curious about eating insects not like on a skewer so but like yeah like ants have so much protein in them and what if you just had like a little ant farm and you just made like ant dips and spreads
0: yeah well not to ruin this for anybody out there that eats like seafood but you know sh- shellfish are just the insects of the sea yeah. so um it's no wonder they're packed
1: with protein yeah I cooked shrimp for the first time a little bit ago because I've been vegan for a while before this and I overcooked the fuck out of them so I'm just going to put that out there because I'm engaging in self-harm practices and embarrassing myself that I don't know how to cook shrimp is
0: (laughs) my first thought was like have you ever cooked shrimp before (laughs) how did that go (laughs) thank you for your concern Clearly did not go well thank you for your concern you can't overcook them they literally got to be just right mm-hmm. watch a youtube video on it
1: watch a youtube video on, on what
0: on cooking shrimp
1: ah uh, i'm sure i watched some like yoga with adrian but like the cooking edition for that so <laughs> i use the jump to recipe button is what i did so
0: that's right mm-hmm. get, get, get me to the information that i need Speaking
1: of getting you the information you need, Valerie, let me tell you about, yet again, a Black person who did amazing things.
0: I love it. I need it. Give it.
1: Then I shall give. It immediately, I'm sorry to tangent already, but it reminded me of the whole <laughs> thing from last, with the, our interview with Angie, of how white people aren't allowed to speak to black people and the specifically the music festival where white people can't speak unless spoken to
0: that's right it's like you're at an all-inclusive resort (laughs) in mexico where the people who work there just look at your feet and just like are there for another mojito whenever you're walking past them (laughs) but white but white people you know
1: but let's talk about black people, okay, for once. We've been talking about nothing but white men on this fucking show. Let's talk <laughs> about a black woman for once. Born in 1920, so actually, you know, this isn't too far back. Ms. Hazel Scott was a pioneering jazz pianist who saw incredible fame and financial success over during her career because we are on a roll about talking about finances today. And right. eventually her career did expand outside of just being a musician, which she was immediately very talented of and makes me think about all the celebrities who are doing multi-talented acts or otherwise just generating capitalism via their fame. <laughs> she was, Miss Hazel Scott was talented even before moving to NYC at the age of four. She was already marked as a child prodigy and received scholarships at the time to Juilliard. So again, context, she was marked early to go to Juilliard with scholarships in the 1920s and 30s so
0: you know she could play the shit out of that piano bitch play
1: the shit
2: okay
1: and she was technically considered a jazz singer and well into the 40s and you know which is again interesting that she's so multi-talented that her piano which she was first marked as a prodigy isn't even what history marks as her one of her major career points anyways she was adjusting her into the 40s and then eventually by 1945 was making you know we were mentioning the financial parts $75,000 annually which in today money is 1.13 million dollars a year doing music i wish i wish
0: right a modest 1.3 uh, now. I'm good.
1: A per year.
0: 1.13. Ugh. Yeah, right? With, with her
1: assets and everything else, you know, you just don't even know what her real in... money is.
0: <laughs> and... I'm going to put that shit in a motherfucking high-yield APY account, bitch. Yeah.
1: We really love Miss Hazel Scott because throughout her career, she refused to play in segregated venues. She, at some point, moved to Hollywood and eventually landed her own TV show called the Miss Hazel, Hazel Scott TV show and was, as you might have guessed, given her tendencies to trailblaze, was the first ever Black American show host. And all along the way, she spoke out about racial discrimination, and which was segregation at the time, and was eventually just... Blackballed or blacklisted Which is an ironic word and I'm curious If it has historical ties
0: Oh you know That that's going to be an uh oh history pretty soon Because you know that that has something to do with Just banning black people from doing some shit white people Are doing mm-hmm. Put that down
1: in our notes My brain I said that to the woman with the nails As she's chewing gum typing That's our assistant for this show To keep our ADHD together
2: <laughs>
0: That's right She helps us Cool one letter at a time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Incredible. But yeah, I'm anyway, so I'm she was blacklisted from the industry altogether because she spoke out so strongly and is, essentially moved to Paris in 1957 and never came back. She did die in America um, in 1981, and she's buried in Brooklyn next to other amazing musicians like Louis Armstrong, Johnny Hedges, and Dizzy Gillespie. But, yeah, I think it's, yeah, yeah, I love this story of more history that we are not taught about, that, you know, this isn't a new fight. I think that's something that I constantly want to bring up, is that the things that we're doing are as old as civilization.
2: That's
0: right. For for any of you folks listening in Florida, um, if you want a little supplementary information uh, that's not found in Ron Desantis's history books, tune in here. We got got that good good for you. We got that that good good. Sickening. Well, thank you for joining us again today. Remember to buy me a doink by going to buymeacoffee.com slash red delta. After you finish buying me a doink, buy Derek a doink, by going to the same exact website. Also, a happy reminder that this is DIY AF, y'all. We do everything here. We pick the topics. We research the topics. We record this shit. We edit it. We make the music. We bring it to you. We tell the jokes. We live our lives. All for you, our tens of fans. So thanks for joining us. We love you. Always. XOXO, Bossit bro. <laughs>
1: That should be your sign out forever.